Planning for your financial future is a lot like solving a puzzle. Sometimes it's simple, like a jigsaw puzzle. You have all the pieces and you just need to find out how they all fit together to reveal the solution. But sometimes planning for retirement is more like a crossword puzzle. You don't even know the answers to some of the clues, let alone how they all fit together. Like how much can I expect to get from Social Security? How much income do I need in retirement? Or how much risk is appropriate? That's why certified financial planner Dan Caprill is here to host Solving the Financial Puzzle. On today's show, we want you to learn more about finding the right answers to your financial questions and how those answers can fit together to bring you more peace of mind. So get ready. Solving the Financial Puzzle starts now. Thanks for joining us this week on Solving the Financial Puzzle. I'm Walter Storholt alongside of Dan Capril, who is your local wealth coach here in the Miami Valley with an office in Beaver Creek, also offices down in Cincinnati. Dan is the president of Matson and Capril, and he's a certified financial planner. Your number to call if you have questions during the show today, 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326, or go to quizdan.com. Dan, thanks for being here this week. How are you, sir? Outstanding. Good to see you today, sir. Well, glad to hear it. And uh, also, uh, we've had a lot of people getting in touch with us over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Absolutely. Wondering about what's going on in the financial world, but really worried personally about what they can do to better prepare for retirement. It's been nice to have some folks reach out to us here over the last little bit. Well, and, and a lot of them are taking advantage of the, the, the online course that we created called Cut My Taxes Now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's because a lot of them are starting to understand that tax planning is so different than tax filing. And it's a big, big part of financial planning. It's, it's one area that tends to get ignored by financial advisors, who a lot of them tend to just be focusing on investments or selling products. And there isn't really a whole lot of time being spent on looking at ways to cut costs when it comes to taxes. And so a lot of people are taking advantage of that course. And you know, I really recommend you just go on there. You go to quizdan.com. There's a big button that says, cut my taxes now. You click that. And uh, you're going to get enrolled into the course. A little bit of insight on what you might be doing uh, wrong, what you could be doing differently, and at the very least, uh, something that you want to share with whatever professionals you're working with. And of course, if they can't help you, it's something that we're more than eager to assist you with because that's a big part of our practice is lowering taxes. Quizdan.com. We'll always talk about taxes, and we'll do it coming up on the show today when we see some tales from the tax side. More coming up on that. And I, I took a peek to see what's coming up today. We're talking, uh, we're talking soda today, right? Yes, we are. As a matter of fact, we're going to we're going to be talking about the the big drink of the South, Coca Cola. There you go. So well, that's coming up on tales from the tax side. But we want to get to some of your email questions. Thanks for writing in on quizdan.com. We got one from Linda in Bellbrook this past week. She says, "Dan, I'm interested in converting my traditional IRA to a Roth. Is it possible to do it tax free?" It is possible. Um, now, I will tell you, Linda, it's um, it's complex, and it really it's one of those things where I would say don't try to do this at home. Um, but yes, it is possible. There are a number of strategies that can be done. Now, I don't want to say that they're universal for everyone, uh, but in fact, I just came back from a, um, a, a symposium a week ago where somebody was um, sharing with us a strategy that was used to convert a million-dollar IRA to a Roth. Now, let me back up and make sure everyone's clear what we're talking about here. Your traditional IRA that you have, when you pull money out of that, you're going to probably pay tax on the whole thing. A Roth IRA, on the other hand, is tax-free. You didn't get to deduct the money going in, uh, but you get to pull the money out tax-free. What people will, will do and what the IRS and Congress encourage you to do is convert an existing traditional IRA today to a Roth and pay the tax along the way. Now, paying the tax isn't all that exciting. I mean, think about it. If you're going to convert a half a million dollar IRA, maybe that was once your 401k, and you convert it to a Roth, I mean, you could easily be out 30, 40, 45% of tax that you would have to fork out. So conversion isn't as appealing as some people think it is unless you can do it tax-free. So yes, there are strategies that can be done. They're complex. They're all legit. Um, and I would recommend that if somebody really wants to study that, give our office a call. We're very adept at that. We actually use a team of professionals with a, with a wonderful company out of Texas called Financial Gravity that assists us in this type of planning uh, because you want to make sure you do things properly and not every strategy works for everybody. But yes, by all means, it can be done. Um, and it, it can be done for a lot of people, maybe not necessarily for all people, 
but uh, there are strategies out there, and they are being underutilized. Very interesting to uh, see all the different possibilities. That word tax-free gets a lot of people's ears to perk up when they hear it, but it's really more yeah. of a pay-me-now or pay-me-later kind of situation a lot of the times, isn't it? A lot of the times, it, a lot of the times it is. But there's amazing things that you can do, particularly if you're open to charitable giving, uh, that can be done in a way that will allow you to to convert to a Roth tax-free. Um, you may have to bring charity into it. Uh, very often, if that's the case, we'll actually recommend uh, the use of life insurance to offset what is going to charity. Uh, but it really just depends on the individual and what they want to do. Um, for some people, the strategies that might be appropriate wouldn't work. But for a lot of people, there are particularly larger ones. If, if somebody is looking to uh, convert a half a million or a million dollar array, chances are there are a number of things that can be done. If they don't make the conversion completely tax-free, they should offset a good chunk of it. But the important thing is you sit down with people who know what they're doing. Uh, you don't just try it on your own because it, it, it can be complex. If you do it wrong, well, the IRS is, is very unforgiving. Thanks for the question, Linda, and you can ask yours by going to quizdan.com. That'll put you in touch with Dan Capril, your local wealth coach here in the Miami Valley, the author of Retirement Survival. That's quizdan.com. Another question from Sammy in Centerville, and Sammy says, What happens to the money in my 401k after I retire? Do I have to roll it over to a different account, or can I leave it there? Sammy, you can definitely leave it there if you want. Uh, unless you have a very small amount of money in the account, the employer will be obligated to maintain it for you. Now, having said that, that might be the worst thing you want to do simply because for the, one of the biggest problems with 401ks, well, there's two of them. Number one is they usually have a lot of high internal costs, costs you may not even see, although Congress has forced the um, 401k providers now to provide a lot more disclosure on those fees. But the biggest problem that I, I see with leaving the money in 401k is you are limited to the investment options that are within the plan. I'm constantly talking about the evils of active management. The fact that a lot of mutual funds are doing a lot of buying and selling, speculating with their money. They're trying to beat market averages when study after study shows that unless you get information before anybody else gets it, you're probably not going to be successful in that, in that endeavor. So by rolling that money out to our own IRA, what we are able to do is give ourselves the universe of investment options. We're not just going to be limited to what they have. So we can do proper diversification. We can probably lower our costs. Uh, you really don't give up much of anything by doing that rollover IRA, particularly if you wait until your retirement age, um, at least say age 59 and a half. Now, the one time I do tend to suggest people leave it in the plan is if they do retire at 55, because a lot of plans will allow you, and this is legal, to pull money out out of the IR, out of the 401k at age 55 and not have to pay a 10% tax penalty that normally applies to RIA. So, excuse me, to IRAs. Yes. Yeah. So it's going to vary, um, but in general, rolling it out gives you a lot of benefits and really not a whole lot of downside. Again, a great opportunity for you to ask questions, and we've gotten some good ones so far from Linda and Sammy. Each week we feature questions from folks here in the area. All you have to do is go to quizdan.com to submit those questions, or you can call 844-QUIZ-DAN. One more uh, that we have time to squeeze in here, Dan, and it comes to us from Elizabeth in Beaver Creek, right uh, nearby the office. She says, my divorce will be final in about a month. I always paid the bills, but was never really involved with the long-term financial planning during our marriage. Where's a good place for me to start now that I'm on my own? Well, first of all, Elizabeth, you know, I, um, my, my heart goes out to you. I know this is always a difficult time, divorces. Um, um, we had divorce in my family, and, and if you have children, I hope that uh, things are going well for you there. Um, we work with a lot of divorcees. We also work with a lot of uh, widows and widowers, and that happens a lot. Uh, one, where somebody is, is always in, in charge of the money, when that person dies, you're caught, you're caught off guard, or obviously it can in the case of a divorce. At the risk of sounding incredibly self-serving, I really think you need to come in and talk to a competent financial planner who can at least give you an overview of what you're looking at and then help you to decide what role you want to play. Um, just because your, your ex had um, a lot of that responsibility in the past, uh, that doesn't mean that you have to do it. More importantly, it doesn't mean necessarily that it was being done correctly. Divorce is a, is a very traumatic experience for a number of reasons, but financially, it's huge. And you need to get an objective analysis that looks at everything and, and really tells you 
what the rest of your life is likely to be. I mean, you take a typical estate that gets split in half, as most divorces do. It's a whole different world now when you have half the money that you thought you were going to have. So you need to have that understanding. And I would strongly encourage you. I would love to sit down, talk with you. Um, we'll get a feel for you know, not only what you have, but what you're looking to accomplish. How does this affect your retirement? And we'll be able to give you a clear understanding about how much money when you do retire that you'll be likely to consume every year without having a strong chance of running out in your lifetime. So now is the time for you to become empowered. Um, information and education is a big step towards doing that. And you need somebody who can offer that kind of assistance for you. I'm not saying you can't do it on your own. It can take a long time and you can also make mistakes. So strongly recommend, come on in. You know, don't waste time on these things. Um, this stuff is um, uh, every, every year you wait, more opportunities are lost. So, you know, for any of our listeners out there who are going through big life changes, and a lot of them are sad, and there's a lot of emotion associated with a divorce or a death or something like that. And that at times can, can affect our judgment and what is really logical. Sometimes it leads us to take advice from people who may not be competent to give advice, like younger children, family members who have the best of intentions, but it's not really where their expertise lie. Um, those are the types of people that we help on a regular basis. And, you know, come on in and see us. We'll be more than happy to give you direction. And then you can decide what role you want us to play or maybe not at all, but at least you've gotten some idea as what's out there for you without having to be worried that you're just being sold a product. Get in touch with Dan Capril and his team at Matson and Capril by calling 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326, 844-784-9326. If you're here in the Miami Valley, Dan is your local wealth coach, certified financial planner. Matson and Capril, 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326. Also, a lot of great resources online. And again, that's quizdan.com quizdan.com. Great resources there to learn about better tax planning and also to ask questions to Dan and his team. 844-QUIZ-DAN or quizdan.com. More coming up next. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle. With the constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. Turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. Find out how you can better prepare for your financial future by calling Dan at 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. Thanks for being here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril. Dan is your local wealth coach here in the Miami Valley. He's a certified financial planner and the president of Matson and Capril. And here on Solving the Financial Puzzle, we try and help you take all those different pieces of your retirement plan, those pieces of your financial life, and put them together so that you have the right strategy for you, one that is customized, one that is comprehensive, that gives you the full picture of what you are trying to do in retirement and through retirement. And Dan is the person that we turn to for that guidance and advice here in the area. If you have questions, you can call 844-QUIZ-DAN, and you can also go to quizdan.com for great information on the web. You know, Dan, when it comes to investing, most people have two voices in their head. They've got that voice of wisdom and the voice of greed. And it's kind of like the, uh, the angel on one shoulder and the, the devil, devil on the other. other. Right? Yep, you're yeah. exactly right. Uh, so let's focus on some of the things that the voice of wisdom says so that we can drown out that voice of greed. The voice of wisdom says that in the market, volatility is normal. What can we take from that? Well, volatility is normal. In fact, I would argue most people love volatility when it's upward volatility. I mean, you know, that's part of the game. You know, we, if there's no volatility, your investments never make money. But volatility, while in the long run works well, usually it has. I mean, that's usually been the case. In the short run, particularly if you're retired, it can be incredibly damaging because what happens is when we're retired, we are in essence selling part of our savings every single month for cash, cash to live on. And so even though markets can rebound, you know, that volatility can go the other way and get positive, the shares that we sell to give ourselves cash, they're gone. They're never coming back. And so when we have negative volatility, that means I have to sell even more shares 
to get the same amount of cash. So not only have I sold the shares I was expecting to sell, I'm now selling additional shares. And that is why a lot of times you can average a great rate of return over time and still go broke because you're not getting a consistent rate of return. Mm. So yes, volatility is normal, but what may not be good for you is to have the full volatility of the market or to have any volatility at all. Now, I would argue you probably do need some because of inflation, taxation, and those types of things. But be careful because the, the, the little words of wisdom that we give for somebody who doesn't need the money in 40 years, that's not really the wisdom for somebody who's retired and needs the money today. Yeah, the voice of greed in that uh, respect would probably be saying something along the lines of, uh, hey, you can time the market. You can make it work. You can, you can get rich off of this. That um, The other thing that I often see, too, is there becomes a sense of loyalty to our portfolio that defies logic. Mm. Uh, a number of years ago, I met with an individual who was retiring from a very large company in this area. And he was an engineer. So I often say, you know, he should know better. And when I met with him, I saw that 100% of his money was in his company stock. Now, this particular company up until this point had been doing incredibly well. They had a very dynamic chairman who's very, to this day, I mean, he's a legend. A bad year for their stock was up, it was up like 20%. And his attitude was, you know what? I have tripled my um, net worth in the last five or six years. Nothing's going to change. And so as a result, it was a very short meeting. Now, just to give you some idea what happened from that point on, we had this meeting in 2001. In 2008, that stock dropped. Its high in 2001 was 65 bucks a share. In 2008, it was $8 a share. Oh. Now, I don't know what happened to him. I really don't. But I know this. He didn't have a portfolio designed for retiree. He had a great portfolio, perhaps. I don't know. Designed for somebody who was working. Even then, I would argue he probably didn't. But he, was, he actually beat the odds. That's great. You beat the odds, that's fine. Just understand... You beat the odds, and chances are, if you keep playing, the odds are going to come back and get you. It's like a casino. You know, if you go to a casino and you win big in the first hour, do yourself a favor. Get the heck out of that casino. <laughs> you, you, you've true. won. Get out. <laughs> yeah, you've won. You've beaten the odds. So if you're going to load up all your money on one stock and you make a killing, do yourself a favor. Get out. Go back to prudent principles. And that's what this individual was lacking. He was lacking you know, the prudent principles. So yes, market volatility is normal. It doesn't necessarily make it good for you. Some volatility probably is necessary. But you know what? If we could all get a, a, a level 9 10% every year with low inflation, I'm sure we'd all take it. Unfortunately, that doesn't exist in the real world. No, it doesn't. And that's why a lot of people go go wrong. They believe one thing when in reality, uh, the truth tells you a different story. Uh, between the Absolutely. two voices, the voice of wisdom and the voice of greed, the voice of wisdom might say something like, there's an element of risk in everything. Well, there is. And, and we don't like that fact. Um, as humans, we're wired to avoid pain. And so if, that's why we, we spend so much time trying to figure out what the future is going to be because if I know the future I can minimize the risk or at least you know again in the world of volatility I'm only going to get the upside here's what people fail to to measure yes there's a level of risk in everything risk is measurable in fact we learn this in school there's a mathematical measurement for inconsistency or volatility it's called standard deviation and in a nutshell the lower the standard deviation is of anything the more likely it is that you'll get the average result each and every year. So for example, let's say it normally takes me 20 minutes to get to work. Now, I don't get to work at exactly 20 minutes every, every day. Some days it takes a little bit longer. Maybe I, get, I hit every red light or there's an accident on the highway. Um, other days, particularly if I'm coming on a weekend, well, there's, there's nothing to stop me. In fact, if I go early enough, I could probably go through a few red lights and not get caught. And I can get there in half the time. But it's not going to be consistent. There's going to be a level of volatility. The same is true about the weather. The same is true about a portfolio. What we need to understand is that whether it be certificates of deposit, bonds, stocks, whatever, everything is going to perform in an inconsistent manner. We need to measure that. When, tw when 2008 occurred and a lot of people lost a lot of money in the markets, they shouldn't have been shocked. They should have known what the volatility could have been. And some people lost 50%, 
other people lost only 20%. Why is that? Well, because the portfolios going in were designed differently. So whenever someone has a bad year, you know, I'll often respond, and I don't mean this to be judgmental, but I just want to make the point is to say, well, that probably came as no surprise. And the simple reason for that is because you need to understand what your volatility is. There is a way to measure risk. We do a very detailed portfolio analysis for our clients called a portfolio MRI. And what it does is it shows them, given how they're currently set up, what's the level of volatility that they're likely to experience 95% of the time? What's your downside likely to be? What's your upside likely to be? And what are the ranges in between? You need to know that because if you don't know those kinds of things, if you don't have something like a portfolio MRI done for you, I think in many cases you're kind of investing blind and that's not a good way to go. No, it's not. And it can lead you down a lot of wrong paths when you try and do something like that. And that's why you just got to be really careful. We're talking with Dan Capril, your local wealth coach here in, of course, the Miami Valley with an office in Beaver Creek, also down in Cincinnati. He's a certified financial planner. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call with your questions or go to quizdan.com. We're talking about the voice of greed, the voice of wisdom, what they have to say in the financial world. Here's another one. The people on CNBC and Fox Business aren't really trying to give me financial advice. That's the word of and the uh, voice of wisdom, isn't it? Well, yeah. In fact, not only are they not trying to give you financial advice, they're not even trying to give you the truth. They know that their job is to just get you to watch their show. So whatever it takes, because the more people watch their show, then the more they can charge for their ads. So when you have somebody like a John Bogle or Mark Matson on there who are really telling you how simple investing can be, you know, that you don't market time, that you don't stock pick, that you, you buy, hold, and rebalance a, a very broadly diversified portfolio that is built within the, the measurements of risk that you want, you know, there's not much else to say. And so as a result, these programs are constantly bringing on what I call fortune tellers, soothsayers, people who are trying to predict the future. Uh, look, they know they're going to be wrong. That's why they bring on so many. In fact, it's interesting, like a guy like Jim Cramer who was on, just recently they did a study on him, and they concluded he's right less than 50% of the time. I mean, throw darts if that's the way you want to go. But no, those programs are not designed to give you the truth. They're not designed really even to help you. Now, I don't think that they get up in the morning and say, how can we hurt investors? No. I think maybe in their heart they think they are serving some kind of public good. But the truth is they're really there to sell ads. And they know that if they provide the type of programming that people are going to watch, they can sell more ads. Look, it's like the National Enquirer or any other tabloid that you you know walk by. Uh, there, there's a reason that those headlines are as bold as they are. There's a reason why they're constantly talking about the Kardashians. Because they know people are more likely to watch it or read it. And if you get that, you can have the ad space. But truth, no, that's not really what they're, they're all about. And we need to understand that. We also need to understand that every bit of advice has to be tailored and customized to us. So, you know, if I use the example of health, if I've got a, a health issue and I go on WebMD, well, that's a great place to start. But I'm not going to take my ultimate um, health advice and direction from WebMD. I'm going to talk to my doctor who half the time is going to say, yeah, but you're different. Your body's different. You need to go this way. And we need to understand that as well. Now, I know i got to be careful because here we are in the financial media, but I, I would argue I'm probably one of the few people who points out how incorrect most financial media is. In fact, my favorite line was by uh, Jane Bryan Quinn, who referred to most financial media as financial pornography. Mm. It was designed to you know, scintillate, get you excited, but really has absolutely no value at all. And when you start getting information from these media angles or these media outlets, and they're talking about what is going to happen next week, next month, or what's the next hot stock to buy. They don't know. They don't. If they knew, they would not tell you for free. <laughs> Be mindful of that. Be cynical. It helps. They wouldn't be wasting their time doing what they're doing. They'd be oh, gosh, investing no. uh, every single moment in the market, making that money. It's it, right. But if if they know that you're, you know, if they here's the thing. If they can tell you what they're buying and you believe it, that that's a good idea, well, you'll then be motivated to go out and buy it yourself. And couldn't that move up market prices? Of course. You got to avoid speculation. And again, that's why something like a portfolio MRI that really studies your portfolio very carefully, objectively, that tells you the direction you're currently heading in. It's not designed to get you to make a bunch of changes. No. 
It's designed to give you an understanding about what you have. You know, I've seen situations where people own seven, eight mutual funds and they're all buying the same thing. And the investor is completely unaware of this. They're completely unaware that a significant part of their portfolio is, say, in large cap stocks. You need to know this because good diversification doesn't mean you go out and buy just a bunch of large cap stocks. Good diversification means you're in a very broadly diversified portfolio that has a many different asset classes that spread out all over the world. And something like a portfolio MRI is designed to do that. So I love sharing this with our clients because I think this is one of the very unique tools that we've got uh, that a lot of advisory firms don't offer their clients. What they give them is, is really sales proposals. We don't. What I will do is I will sit down and show you exactly what you're doing, give you the statistical direction that you're likely to um, be headed in, and then you decide where you want to go from there. So, you know, if, if questions like this, if these are types of things that concern you, give us a call. Be more than happy to sit down, show you the direction. Again, what we do is we don't sell product. What we do is we plan and we give our clients direction. And here's the number that you call to take advantage of a portfolio MRI to come in for an initial complimentary meeting with Dan and his team at Matson and Capril with an office here in the Beaver Creek area. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number. That's 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326. You can go to quizdan.com to get great information online as well. But the most direct way is to call 844-QUIZ-DAN. Get a review of your situation Find out what you need to be doing to make it to and all the way through retirement. Get that planning in place. It's going to be so important for your financial future, so important for you to uh, expand uh, your horizon in retirement. Make sure that you're doing the things that you need to be doing. Have an expert on your side, and that can be Dan and the team at Matson and Capril. 844-QUIZ-DAN. That's 844-784-9326, your number to call. Stay right there. More coming up on the show, including Tales from the Tax Side, coming up next right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. You're listening to Solving the Financial Puzzle, the show that helps you take all those different elements of your financial life and put them together in a way that makes sense, that you can understand, that formulates a true plan for your financial and retirement future. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril. He's the expert. He is your wealth coach here in the Miami Valley, the president of Matson and Capril. And it is time for Tales from the Tax Side, where Dan tells us a good story about something related to the IRS, always entertaining, and we're involving, as we mentioned earlier, soda this week. So what's the, uh, what's the story this week, Dan? Uh, Coca-Cola this time. Now, one of the things I always point out is the IRS plays no favorites. You know, they'll, they'll go after celebrities, they'll go after common people, and they love going after big corporations. So Coca-Cola, as I'm sure everyone's aware of, they sell, they sell that sugar water all over the globe. And in fact, they probably sell far more over the globe than, than they do here. Now, there's a general rule that says where you earn it, that's where you pay the tax. And as you may be aware, the tax rates, particularly at the corporate level here in the U.S., are a bit higher than other places. Certainly higher than, say, Bermuda, where it's 13.5% or 12%, excuse me. And you know, here in the United States, Coca-Cola is paying about 35%. Well, the IRS just concluded a five-year study looking at three years of tax returns for Coca-Cola, which I always find that's interesting. They spent more time studying this earnings period that it, and you know, it was a lot longer to study it than it took Coke to actually earn the money. But when the study was all said and done, they contended that Coca-Cola owed the IRS $3.3 billion, billion with a B. And their argument was something that we call transfer pricing. Basically, they were arguing that a lot of the beverages that were being sold uh, were not being sold overseas the way Coca-Cola said they were, but they were, in fact, being sold locally. Now, you can imagine the, the, the amount of data and detail that goes into this, and, and Coca-Cola is adamant that they did absolutely nothing wrong. They've assured their shareholders of that. In fact, they said, look, even if we lose this, we've actually set aside money for stuff like this because we know that this is the way the IRS operates. So I got to give them a lot of credit because even though in their opinion they were doing everything right, they're also prepared in case the IRS decides, well, you know what? We don't we don't think you did it right. So even though Coca-Cola is making billion dollar billions and billions of dollars a year, they know how important it is to watch their taxes. They know it's not what they make, but it's what they keep. And we've all heard that expression. And the same is true with us as individuals. Small business owners, you don't have to be Coca-Cola. 
You could be a doctor. You could be a chiropractor. You could own a store. You're still going to be having the same level of scrutiny applied to you. And you need to take the right steps to make sure that, number one, you're not doing anything wrong, but number two, that you're taking full advantage of the opportunities out there to reduce your tax. Coca-Cola understands that they sell product overseas, they're going to pay less tax. That's a good opportunity for them. That's good for their shareholders. That's a big motivation for them to do it. Same with business owners. There are things that business owners can do that they don't do, and it's a sad reality. I see it time and time again. I'll meet a small business owner, and I'll point out things that they can easily be doing. They'll even take it back to their CPA, and the CPA will say, yeah, you could do that, but I don't want you to do it. And it's this fear of the red flag. If you're organized, you're not going to go through the scrutiny that, that Coca-Cola went through. What we've done in our office, we've created a really cool tool called the Tax Blueprint. And what we do is we look at everything that you're doing currently. And then what we do is we will then develop a plan that is guaranteed to give you a tax reduction. In fact, our fee will never be any more than one half of the tax savings for you. And our fees one time. The tax savings, you get those each and every year. And it costs you absolutely nothing to find out what your potential savings could be. And this is a very thoroughly written analysis. It's done by CPAs and tax attorneys. So it's not like something that's just been, you know, created and half nilly-willy. No. Very carefully done. It's Everything is quantified. Where in the tax code you're allowed to do these things is laid out. And we then present it to the client, allowing the client to either implement it on their own. If they want our assistance, they can do that. They can take it to their accountant. In fact, we encourage the accountant to be a part of the process. Very often we find that the accountants will discourage these recommendations largely because they didn't think of it themselves. I hate to say it, but that is the truth. A little bit of ego gets in the way. Well, you know, if it's such a good idea, why didn't you recommend it sooner, Mr. Accountant? Well, I don't care about that. What I care about is the fact that too often I see individuals and especially small business owners not taking full advantage of everything out there that they can do. They just didn't know. It's a very complex code. And the tax blueprint is a great tool for doing that. So, you know, if you own a small business out there or, you know, or even if you're, you know, if you're a high, um, if you have a high salary, I strongly recommend that you give us a call so we can sit down and show you what this tax blueprint is all about. It's one of the very few things that we can do in financial planning that's actually guaranteed. Because if we can't save you money in taxes, it's not going to cost you a dime. Companies like Coca-Cola and from the previous stories we've seen, they can implement certain strategies to better their positions, and that's what the everyday person can do as well. There's always an opportunity to improve, and that's probably the thing you find over and over again, Dan. Well, yeah, and, and a lot of times it's just a lack of knowledge. Um, what has happened in, in, in the world today uh, in the United States is we all hate tax time, and it's just this big paperwork thing, and we just race to get the forms done, and we don't spend time planning it. We don't understand that if we plan the year in advance that there are things that we can do that actually make that tax preparation work a lot easier. To us, it's just like, oh, gosh, I've got to get this done. I'll pay this person to do it. And they'll, they'll file the forms, and they'll probably file them correctly. But we need to spend time before the year begins and figure out ways to cut taxes. And there's just so many strategies out there, um, tried and true. I mean, I guess if you take the time to Google them, you can certainly find them. But a lot of people don't even do that. What's really neat, though, is if you can quantify these savings in advance. So you can say to yourself, you know, Mr. Business Owner, and this is what we'll do. We'll say, Mr. Business Owner, had you done this last year, here's how much money you can save. And I'll tell you what's also kind of cool. Sometimes we're actually able to go back and show them how they can revise their, their tax returns they did file last year, and they can get some savings there. But at least from this point forward, there's a number of things that small business owners especially can do, and you don't have to be the size of Coca-Cola. No. You can have somebody who has your own internet business. You can have someone who, who's operating completely out of their house. Heck, we once showed somebody how, believe it or not, they were able to deduct the cost of their swimming pool. Under the right circumstances, it can happen. Now, please, don't anybody walk away from this and say, oh, did you know swimming pools are deductible? I didn't say that. But in the case of this particular small business owner, the swimming pool was deductible. The point is there are a lot of different things that people can do to cut their taxes, and they're completely unaware of them. The tax blueprint is a phenomenal tool, and I'm very happy that we're able to provide it to clients uh, because it really does open their eyes in many different areas. 
and there's also a great opportunity for you to find out how you can beat the IRS legally. That's the name of the online course that you can enroll in right now, even yeah. get a free report online. Take this class, some really good videos, a great presentation by the team at Matson and Capril, and you access that by going to quizdan.com. That is quizdan.com. Right there, when you get there, you'll see the big button, how to beat the IRS legally. A lot of people have been doing this over the last couple of weeks, Dan, and I think the feedback's been pretty positive that a lot has been being learned uh, as folks go through this series. Yeah, nobody's excited about paying taxes. And look, I, I want you to pay exactly what you have to pay. Um, I'm not encouraging anybody um, falsify or do anything like that. We, we have a duty as Americans to pay what we're supposed to pay. But we also have a duty to ourselves to plan properly. Um, and so if you have this information, you know going in what you can do. And uh, yeah, how to beat the IRS legally is, is a great tool because not only will the free report give you some direction, but the courses that follow with the online courses that follow, and they're all, they're not super long. There's three of them. Each one's about five to seven minutes long. They're designed to give you an understanding about what's out there and what you may be able to do differently. We also have uh, each and every week a book of the week, and this is the opportunity to give a book away to the person who asks the best question by going to quizdan.com. And when you submit your question there, you'll be in, uh, in the running to receive this week's free book. And uh, what's this one this week, Dan? Well, this one's actually a novel. It's called The Ultimate Gift by Jim Stovall. And it's about a man named Red Stevens, who's a multi-billionaire, and he's died. So he never actually appears in a book in a live setting. All we have of him is recordings that he's made. And he's made these recordings as part of his last will and testament. So he brings his entire family in, and he actually spends the first five minutes or so telling them how unhappy he's been about them. Because Red Stevens built up his fortune from scratch, worked very hard. He did every, every type of job imaginable. But his heirs, well, they got used to his wealth. Now, Red blames himself for that, and he feels as if he never really taught them the value of money, the value of hard work, and it affected their character. So after giving very nominal amounts to various members of the family, he then gets to his nephew, his nephew Jason, who really doesn't expect to get anything. And he tells him, you know, you're young. You haven't been completely ruined yet. So what I'm going to do is if you follow the directions of my attorney, I'm going to, in the end, give you the ultimate gift, which will be the rest of my inheritance. Now, Jason is, is, is obviously motivated by this, but he's not all that excited about having to do the, the work that's involved. And boy, does he do work. He does everything from putting fence posts to help um, impoverished villages. Um, he works like a dog. He does things that he never did before. And he learns tremendously about the value of money the value of charity, the value of love. It completely changes him. You know, money is amoral. It's neither good or bad. It's what you do with it. And that's what this book is all about. In fact, when we first started using reading this book, when I first started reading this book, I developed a program specifically for our clients that we call the Generations Program. And it begins by having them come in and they do a recording to their loved ones. And they're, gonna, they're usually not as tough as Red Stevens is. They usually tell their kids about how they, met their, how they met each other. They'll talk about their family and past generations. They'll tell their children about what they mean to them, what their grandchildren mean to them. And so what we give them all is a permanent record that they can now have in their family forever. And then secondly, what we then do is we then show the family how mom and dad's net worth will ultimately affect them. It's a very powerful experience, and it's a byproduct of this book. So I really encourage people to submit questions. And in fact, whoever submits a question this week, how much I think about this book, is I'll give a book to anybody who goes to quizdan.com and submits a question this week. It's really that powerful a book, and I think you're going to find it to be a useful tool. And that is The Ultimate Gift by Jim Stovall. Again, the number to call is 844-QUIZ-DAN. But to ask your question, to get a copy of that book, you go to quizdan.com. Submit a question, enroll for that tax savings course, How to Beat the IRS Legally. Find out how you can better prepare for retirement from a tax perspective. And that's just one piece of the puzzle, um, as we say all the time here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. But it's a great story and can serve as a good foundation for the rest of your plan for the other strategies that you'll want to implement as you get ready for a better retirement and better financial future. Go to quizdan.com to ask that question to get that book, The Ultimate Gift from Jim Stovall. That's uh, quizdan.com or call 844-QUIZ-DAN if you want to do it over the phone. 
Thanks so much for tuning into the show today. We're not done yet. Coming up next, we're going to talk about the financial red zone. Important information if you are getting near retirement or maybe even already retired. That's coming up right here on Solving the Financial Puzzle. With a constantly changing financial landscape, having a written, customized plan for retirement is more important than ever. Turn to Dan Capril and the team at Matson and Capril. Call 844-784-9326. That's 844-784-9326 to schedule a complimentary review of your financial situation. Find out how you can better prepare for your financial future by calling Dan at 844-784-9326. That's 844-QUIZ-DAN. This is Solving the Financial Puzzle, putting together the pieces of your financial life to make a solid and true financial plan. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Dan Capril here in the Miami Valley. He is your local wealth coach, certified financial planner, president of Matson and Capril. We hear all sorts of different financial buzzwords and topics from, uh, from pretty much every day, Dan, whether it's mm-hmm. watching TV or in the news or even the newspaper for those of us that still read those. Um, they're all out there. And one of them is the financial red zone. And we often and spend our time kind of tearing apart buzzwords here on this show. (laughs) Don't follow this rule. No, this is outdated, that kind of thing. But this is actually a good one to at least uh, pay somewhat attention to. What is the financial red zone? Yeah, no, this one is, it's a good comparison. I mean, if you think about in football, for those listeners out there who follow football, um, when you get into the 20 yard line uh, and you're on the offense, they call that the red zone because you're getting ready to score in some fashion, touchdown, field goal, whatever. So you're getting towards the end. And that's the same thing. The financial red zone is, or, you know, we call those last 10 years before retirement where, you know, now you, you clearly have more working years behind you than ahead of you, and you're preparing yourself for that next time in life. And and it's important because now is when you're going to have to make some very key decisions. So just like a football team knows they only have so much field space now, and they got to make some very important decisions that are going to affect the rest of the game. Well, in the financial red zone, you're now going to have to make some very important decisions that are going to affect the rest of your life. So that's the uh, period of time that we're talking about here, 10 years approaching retirement, maybe even after you've retired a little bit as well, if you don't have a good plan in place. Why do people need to pay particular attention once they get to this point in life? Well, you know, the reality is that if you make a mistake at this point in your life, you may not be able to recover from it. I mean, you only have so much time left. You know, it's one thing. If you if you go bankrupt in your early 30s or you put all your money in a bad investment and you lose it all, well, number one, if you're in your early 30s, it probably wasn't that much money to begin with. And secondly, you still got quite a bit of time ahead of you to get it back. In fact, you know, a lot of successful people, that's exactly what happened in their 30s. They learned from that mistake and, you know, they didn't quit it and they, they got it going. But you know, there's nothing more painful than finding out just a few years before you're ready to retire that you're not going to be able to retire or you're going to have to work part time or the quality of life that you thought you were going to have. You're not going to have it unless you believe in some pie in the sky outlook um, you know, going forward. So these these are very important decisions that we have to make. And uh, if we make them, if we make a big mistake at this point, it can affect everything. So, you know, getting the right information and, and working with somebody who's not trying to sell you a product, but who's actually trying to help you develop a strategy, that is so key because it's all about making sure that whatever help you're getting, it's in your best interest. It's not in the best interest of the person who's trying to present it to you, that they're actually putting your best interest first. And sadly, that's not even regulated much. I mean, there are certain financial professionals who do take that fiduciary oath, but they are in the minority. It's one big reason why I always like to suggest people work with a certified financial planner because CFPs, we take that oath. Um, We have said that we put our clients' interests first, which actually gives you some legal protection if if you could prove that we didn't. So it's very important. And, And mistakes at this point in the game, well... You could lose the game, and nobody wants to lose the game of life. I know that sounds terribly cliche, but that's that's the reality. Well, sometimes cliches are they fit and they're worth it, and yeah. uh, that's probably one of those situations. And you talk about making mistakes in the red zone, uh, football-wise, as you kind of alluded to that analogy earlier. I mean, you mm-hmm. can throw an interception, you can fumble it, you can try yeah. a field goal and miss it, and come away with nothing. Yeah. Those are some of the mistakes that you can see made in the red zone. What about in the financial side of things? 
Usually the biggest mistake I see is people are just taking on way too much volatility. Yeah. Um, they're investing like they were investing when they were 40, and now they're 60. And again, getting back to what I was talking about earlier, understand when you're retired, you're actually selling part of your savings for cash to live on. So you could have a wonderful stock portfolio, but if it goes down on any given month and you need money, you're going to have to sell more shares that month than you did the prior month. And those extra shares that are sold, they're gone. So I don't really care what you average as your rate of return. I care about what is your consistency of return during your retirement years. And that's not measured enough. I'll, I'll look at portfolios sometimes, and they've got more volatility than the large U.S. stock market has. It's crazy. Now, that might work if you don't need to tap into it. But it's probably not going to work if you're looking to turn that into cash in a periodic sense. You know, every month you're looking to sell some or once a year, et cetera. So taking on too much risk is a big problem. And the reason they take on too much risk is they don't have any type of strategy going in. They're just buying stuff. Now, look, we love it when our portfolios go up. We think we have a plan then. But we have to understand they're probably going to go down at given points as well. Now, when I say they're going to go down, I don't mean that they're going to stay down. But if I have to sell shares for income... When they go down is very important to me. So we need a strategy. We need a real plan that spells out what these situations are. So a football team, when they get into the red zone, you know, they spend a lot of time practicing that because they know these are those rare opportunities that they have to literally win the game. And if they don't have any type of strategy, if they're just winging it, well, they're probably not going to win the game. Again, we're talking with Dan Capril, your local wealth coach here in the Miami Valley, the president of Matson and Capril. Dan is a certified financial planner, helping you walk through some of these things you need to think about when you're in that financial red zone. For those who are paying attention and being proactive with their finances, why is retirement planning a little bit easier once you get into that financial red zone? What is it that they're doing right? Well, they've actually taken the time to think things through, and so they know what decisions to make. So first of all, people have done the planning. Well, they, they, they actually know when they're looking to retire. They know what that age is going to be. So it's not a big surprise to them when, when the time comes. They've actually thought this through. They've also taken a look very carefully at their income streams. You know, there's over 80 different ways that you can file for Social Security. 80. And somebody who's actually taken the time to plan through this They've actually deciphered through those. They actually know which one is probably going to be best for them. Same thing with a pension plan. If you're fortunate enough to still have a pension plan in this day and age, you get a lot of different options on how you want to take that money. Do you want it for as long as you live? Do you want it for as long as you and your wife live or your, or your husband live? Do you want it for as long as you, your spouse, and your children live? you got a number of different options. Now, every decision that you make is going to affect the amount of income that they're going to send you. You know, if, if you want it for as, long as, for as long as you live, that's going to be a higher amount of money than if you want it for as long as you and your spouse live. This needs to be thought out. And somebody who's taken the time has done that. They've also figured out, you know, how can I retire debt before I, before I retire so that I'll have more money for me? Um, it's just really a matter of having a very clear picture so that things don't happen by chance. I always like to point out, you know, there's a great movie out now called Everest. And I always like to point out that nobody climbs Mount Everest by just wandering around Tibet. They have thought it through very carefully. They know exactly what they're trying to accomplish. They're going to be hit up with storms, but they know how to react when the storms occur. And that's really what it's all about when you find yourself in that retirement red zone. It's so, so important to make sure that you're truly prepared for all the different perils that come your way in retirement, because we're not being overdramatic. There are a lot of different things that get thrown at you, just like when you're climbing Everest and you see all these things coming your way. It's uh, When you're playing football, to, to continue that analogy, you've got 11 guys on the other side of the ball trying to cause you to make mistakes and throwing all sorts of obstacles in your way. Same thing in retirement. There's stuff in your way. There's things you need to figure out, problem solve, avoid problems to begin with, and all yeah. of that can be done with a proper plan. Well, yeah, and I think about, um, there's a couple that we've been working with, really, was one of my very first couples. So this goes back now, I hate to say it, 30 years. And they were, you know, just had gotten married. And they were very, uh, not only were they very planning-oriented, they were also extremely coachable. They, know what they, they knew what they wanted. They knew they wanted to retire in their early 50s. And uh, so we had this strategy built from the very beginning, from the, before the game even started, in the preseason, if you will, 
we had this strategy put together. And they just stuck to the plan. Now, there were challenges. There were things that came up from time to time. Um, but uh, they knew that these contingencies were already built in. And here they are now in their early 50s, and they're done with working. And you know what? It wasn't a surprise to them at all. They say it all the time. Yeah, I feel fortunate, but you know what? This was always the plan. Now, they made some sacrifices to get there. Um, but success to them was, was no surprise at all. And teams that do well in the red zone in football, they, they work on that. It's, it's no surprise to them. Not a surprise to anybody when Tom Brady throws a touchdown pass instead of a field goal getting kicked by the team. And it's the same thing with this couple of the Tuckers. They had a very clear understanding about where they wanted to be in their 20s, and they stuck with it. Well, we've also worked with a lot of families where you know they, maybe they haven't done a ton of planning, but now they're getting close to retirement. And fortunately, there is a good enough nest egg there that they can make sure it lasts the rest of their life. And, and that's what we love doing with people. We love sitting down with them, getting a clear understanding, not talking to them about products or what stock is going to be hot or this annuity or that annuity. No, that's just noise. What we want to do is give you a very clear idea of the direction you're headed in. And then if it's not ideal, then we make changes. And then you decide how you want to implement those changes. I don't decide that. You decide. Do you want our help? Fine. But if you don't, that's okay too. I just want to make sure you understand where you're headed. So if you're trying to plan your future, if you find yourself in this red zone, give us a call. We'll sit down with you. We'll get a feel for not only what you're looking to accomplish from this point forward, but we're going to show you the direction you're heading. And if they don't match, we're going to give you some very clear understanding about the changes that you need to make in order to make sure that they match to increase your chances for scoring a touchdown and not a field goal, or in the case of the Browns, a turnover. <laughs> a little dig there to, uh, to end the show this week. Hey, I, I, I love the Browns. I, I really do. And, um, you know, we've suffered way too long, those of us who pulled for the Browns. And I love the Bengals, too. Um, but I've always thought the cruelest thing that ever happened to the Browns fans was not only did the Browns leave to go to Baltimore, but then the Ravens went on to win two Super Bowls. So don't worry. We're going to get our time, and it's going to be this year with the Cavaliers. I promise you that. There you go. And uh, this is a great opportunity to think about where you really are right now when it comes to your retirement, your financial planning. Do you have that plan in place that's going to truly get you where you want to be? Uh, if you're in that financial red zone, that 10 years before retirement or even the first five to 10 years into retirement, do you have a plan that's built the last 30 years, that's built to last as long as you do. If you don't have that kind of plan in place, it's time to start talking with somebody who can help you design it. And that can be Dan Capril right here in the Miami Valley with an office in Beaver Creek. He's also uh, down in Cincinnati as well. 844-QUIZ-DAN is your number to call. That's 844-784-9326. The initial meeting with Dan is complimentary, but you can find out some great free resources online as well by going to quizdan.com. Sign up for some uh, tax planning courses there, how to beat the IRS legally ask your questions when should you start social security start to get the answers to these kinds of questions and you'll be uh, well on your way to having that plan in place that's going to get you to and all the way through retirement 844-QUIZ-DAN is that number to call that's 844-784-9326 844-784-9326 or quizdan.com dan always a pleasure having you here on the show thanks again for the time this week and uh, we'll talk again next week it's been a pleasure, Walter. I hope everybody has a fabulous week. Again, 844-QUIZ-DAN, your number to call, or quizdan.com. And we'll talk to you again next time on Solving the Financial Puzzle. Information provided on today's show is provided for information purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Dan Capril is an investment advisor representative of NPM Wealth Advisors and Capril Wealth Coaching, LLC. Both firms are registered investment advisors. To obtain a copy of Form ADV and a private policy statement for either firm, call 800-353-7923.